three, two, one. In-depth creative. All right, sorry. Mm. Audio first, storytelling. <laughs> okay, I admit, I was one of those people who just couldn't get enough of the U.S. election dispute earlier this year. That's all I read about and listened to day and night. And then came this. And then, what happened on January 6th? They breached the fencing along the U.S. Capitol grounds and confronted police lines surrounding the building. It was clear that the crowd... Regardless of whether the claims were substantiated or not, the events make me think about how far people would go when they believed they were cheated in an election. This episode is about someone who genuinely feels cheated during an election, although he himself was called a cheater. I believe there was some sort of an orchestrated effort to create a single candidate race. We will start with that guy. Let me introduce myself. My name is Abdul Haris Awi. I am the Commodore, the Commander-in-Chief for the victory of Makassar's empty ballot. Awi had a strong feeling at the time that so that the opponent could easily win the election. So, his goal was to make sure that the winner for the Makassar mayoral election in 2018 went to nobody. This is Tanita, and you are listening to Indonesia In-Depth. Before we continue, we just want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by In-Depth Creative, Indonesia's first independent podcast production company that produces immersive audio stories and thoughtful essays in English and in Bahasa Indonesia. We partner with brands and creators who want to meaningfully engage their audience through audio-first storytelling. This is Makassar, the biggest metropolitan in eastern Indonesia. And in 2017, the election season was on the horizon. Abdul Haris Awi, just call me Awi. Yes, Awi was the campaign leader of Dani Pomanto, the incumbent mayoral candidate. Danny was a pretty popular incumbent and was expected to win a second term. Many parties actually backed him up at first, but as registration day approached, those um, political parties suddenly backed out. Well, they didn't just backed out like that all of a sudden. I believe there was sort of a major political maneuver that made the parties back out. All 10 parties decided instead to back a new candidate. This was quite a huge setback for Awi and his team. 
Having support of political parties means that you don't need to worry too much about campaign funding. And more importantly, it saves you from the daunting task that's required to run as an independent candidate. The rules are just a lot tougher for those without any party backings. But that's exactly the route that Aoi took. And he got the support that Danny Pomanto needed. Actually, far beyond what was required. At this point, Danny Pomanto is officially an independent candidate in the 2018 race. But that turned out to be just the beginning of the problem. Baiklah, hadirin pemirsa di rumah. Kita akan segera masuk ke segmen pertama debat terbuka pertama pemilihan wali kota dan wakil wali kota Makassar. Hadirin harap tenang. The 2018 campaign has officially started. Both tickets were looking pretty strong. So, um, the rivalry between the two candidates was uh, strong. Even our internal polling showed that we were strong. But uh, so was our opponent. But polls showed that Danny's ticket was favored even as an independent candidate. Awi and his team invested in all the things you'd need in a campaign, like visiting voters, rallies, and had public debates as well. But then shortly before the election day, probably only three weeks left before the election day, Danny was disqualified from the race. Danny's opponent sued him in court arguing that Danny had abused his power as a mayor to gain advantage in the race. How? They argued that Danny handed out free mobile phones to the quasi-municipal officials called the head of Erte or Erwe in Makassar, or you can just call it like the head of the neighborhood units. Of course, this is something that Aoi and his team denied. After the case bounced from one election body to the next and then eventually to the courts, Danny was officially disqualified. So imagine this. My team and I left our families at home already for almost six months. And then Danny was disqualified. And Aoi suddenly had no one to campaign for. Now, there is only one candidate left in the race. So what would happen? Elections in Indonesia are traditionally understood as a contest between at least two candidates. Yeah, I mean, there's this idea that there there will be candidates and people will choose between them, that it's not uh, an acclamation. That's the voice of Seth Soderborg. My name is Seth Soderborg. I am a PhD candidate at Harvard University, and I study Indonesian politics. But nowadays, more and more regional elections have been conducted with only one candidate on the ballot. Why is that? 
One of the reasons they happen is that it's actually really hard to become a candidate in Indonesia. The filing burden, like the paperwork you have to submit, is quite onerous. And there are a lot of spaces for discretion where members of local election commissions, uh, local courts can strike someone from the ballot. So let's go back to 2015. For the first time ever, a group of lawyers brought a petition to the Constitutional Court asking them to review the laws regarding elections with single candidates. The judges dissected the meaning of this word choice in an election. And what should that look like? They, the Constitutional Court judges. They're taking really seriously the question of whether you can have a democratic election where there isn't a choice. Meaning when there is only one candidate. And they come down on the side of, no, you have to have a choice. Their reasoning is really about choice and the sovereignty of the people. At least my read of it is that they're they're kind of keeping in the back of their mind the dictatorship period. Seth is talking about the New Order period, where President Suharto ruled for almost 32 years and his political party, Golkar, ensured that the election system would continuously allow him to win. So what did the court say at the end of the day? If there aren't two candidates, there needs to be a mechanism for choice because the election still needs to happen. Like one of the things they're clearly concerned about is the possibility that probably incumbents might cancel elections, might sort of strategically induce a situation where there would only be one person running and then the election would be canceled. They really don't want that to happen. And then they accept the it's the petitioner's suggestion to use this blank box. The empty box is just like any other ballot, except it doesn't have a photo or name of a specific candidate. It's just this white rectangle with a black bold frame. But you can also punch a hole on the ballot, voting for it. It represents a choice in addition to the other candidate. Kami sudah tahu. Yeah, we knew. The consequences was the empty ballot. We're back with Awi again. Yeah, there was a deliberate effort to create a single candidate scenario so the opponent could win easily. When Danny was disqualified, Awi kind of suspected that there was an orchestrated effort to ensure a smooth victory for his opponent. There's this principle that people have, you know. If there's no opponent, then I'll be the winner. You know what I'm saying? It's like playing football and the opponent only has the goalkeeper playing. So no one would be in your way. You can just score the goal. All you like. The case in Makassar is unlike others that we've had. Many of the single candidate races were usually incumbents. But in Awi's case, it was quite the opposite. But in the case of Danny, he met the requirements, but then he was disqualified.
the incumbent, Danny Pomanto, was by Aoi's word intentionally kicked out of the race. Jadi, uh, entah apa yang uh, terjadi. Ke- I don't know what happened there because it was at the political elite level, and I wasn't on that level. All I heard was that Danny yang kami dapatkan bahwa memang Danny Pomanto tidak diinginkan. Was not wanted to be the mayor. Calon wali kota. By who? By the elite. Awi believe that he was fighting for much more than merely voter support. For Awi, the group of elites he's talking about are the political parties who suddenly withdrew their support for Danny after pledging to back him. We were fighting against multiple parties, right? Very interesting. Those people in the parties are much bigger than me all this time. I suddenly remember the snippets of interviews or news I saw while glued to the U.S. election earlier this year and even last year. Like many other people who believe that Donald Trump should have won the election, Aoi too felt like he was fighting a much bigger battle. A battle between ordinary people and the elites who possesses an insurmountably greater power. Aoi sometimes even felt like he was fighting evil. You know, this political Goliath. This is our opportunity to defeat the giant elephant. Yeah, we literally said that. This is a fight between a giant elephant and a tiger cub. Tiger cubs? That's interesting. Salamander. Hunter. Bombardier. Terminator. This is not a new spin-off for a new superhero movie. These are the names of the elaborate campaign team for the empty box, the Tiger Cubs. I was the Commodore in charge of the entire city campaign. Below the Commodore was a team in charge of the district level campaign. They were called Terminator. Each district had at least one Terminator. And then there were also a team called Bombardier. This team was in charge of a sub-district level campaign. And then below them was Hunter, who was in charge of the greater neighborhood level. And finally below them was Salamander, who was responsible for the neighborhood level. We chose the name Salamander because it represents a small but very agile lizard, a lizard that can get into small alleys. With just three weeks left before the election, Aoi described how he relentlessly campaigned. Only this time, it was to make sure that people would vote for the empty box. 
He described the race as grueling and life-changing. The campaign was all about aggressive and intricate tactics, similar to what you would use in guerrilla warfare. These are not common political strategies. We use similar strategies that people would use in guerrilla warfare. We worked from one alley to another. I think the toughest battle was the one at the neighborhood level. Imagine, you're campaigning for one candidate, but then one morning, the people next door have a big poster supporting your opponent. You can certainly feel the tension, right? That's why we need people who are committed to work at the grassroots level. An empty box has never won an election in Indonesia. Instead, they lost by large margins. I mean, many people were underestimating me, and not just from the opponent's side but also my own friends. They said, we, an empty ballot has never won an election before. So, but how did you convince them to fight with you against this great elephant? Like, what did you say to them? We are in the same boat. The same boat? as ordinary people. And we believe that the elections are not about the rich and the poor. Sorry to say, but those elites have strong funding and are so powerful. And that's exactly the reason that makes us think, hey, we have to fight against them. We have to fight. There were times when I thought, maybe I should just quit. He had thoughts about leaving the campaign trail when things got really, really hard. Like when he felt like he's being stalked and followed by strangers and began receiving death threats. But then I realized, if I quit, I would become a coward. So I just continued what I started and kept going. I had to leave my family and finish the fight. Did you did you talk to anyone about any of this? My mother, she said, I gave you my blessings. If you were killed during the fight, then you die a martyr. Heaven is guaranteed for you, son. So wait for me. And she also said, if you believe what you're doing is the right thing, then you should do it, son. If you're threatened and you run from the right thing, then you are making a big mistake.
In 2018, hundreds of men, women, and even some children were cheering in downtown Makassar. In the end, all of our friends and supporters have a victory parade. So I just let them. Yeah, go on, have a parade. The Election Commission has just called the election. There was a 6% margin in the final count. And the empty box won. Since the empty box was, well, empty, there's no actual candidate, that meant that the central government would appoint an interim mayor someone with no connection to the race, and there would be a new election in 2020. But in the eyes of Awi, this is the ultimate triumph. The Tiger Cubs won against the mighty elephant. Kota kosong unggul dengan raihan 53% suara melawan 47% milik Munafri Andi Rahmatika. Ya, pemirsa kota kosong mengalahkan pasangan calon tunggal di pemilihan. And again, this doesn't mean that Danny won the seat or anything. The central government appointed an interim mayor in Makassar until the next election. As for the opponent, the sole ticket in the race, well, they were pretty disgruntled and for obvious reasons. They took the election results to the Supreme Court, saying that by campaigning for an empty box, Danny and his campaign team were cheating. They're cheaters. They claim that once you're out of the game, you're supposed to be out. But the court rejected. Then they went to the Constitutional Court, attempting to repeal laws so that they can prevent Danny from running for mayor in future elections. But this also failed. After this long legal marathon, the opponent gave up. Walikota dan Wakil Walikota Makassar terpilih Dani Pemanto dan Fatmawati Rusdi secara resmi telah dilantik oleh And now here we are, three years after the empty box won. Dani was elected once again as mayor of Makassar in 2020, but this time Awi was not in the picture. Honestly, I'm not even sure what I did was right or wrong. Only God knows the truth. What I was thinking was, this is an opportunity for me to create some sort of a political enlightenment in Indonesia. Why? Because these political parties have always been so powerful. But then, we realized that people power can be very powerful too. After the empty box race, Awi left politics and moved to Kalimantan. If anything, this story is less about a motivational essay from Awi, but more about what goes through the mind of Awi, someone who felt cheated and wronged during an election process. Whichever shoes or sides you are in, 
the results of the actions of Aoi can surprise us, even himself. This episode is produced by In-Depth Creative, audio-first storytelling. We want to especially thank Seth Soderborg for the story idea and insights. And, of course, Abdul Haris Awi, the Commodore, who passionately shared his story and be the voice of this episode. If you enjoy listening to Indonesia In-Depth Stories and Way of Storytelling, then you're going to love Panggung Pikiran our new podcast in Bahasa Indonesia. Go check them out on your favorite podcast players and let us know what you think. Thank you for listening.